This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. We are on Saturday Magazine, being heard live, streaming around the world. I'm Macca. And this is Nevena. Who have we got next? We are so happy to be joined by the new Disability Discrimination Commissioner. Welcome to Saturday Magazine, Rosemary Kays. Thank you, Nevena. It's nice to be with you both. Rosemary, you have now been appointed Australia's new Disability Discrimination Commissioner, but we'd love to hear a bit about yourself, your work background, before we get a bit more into what this role is and why it's so important at this moment in time. Um, Well, I've just come from 30 years in academia. I've been at the University of New South Wales, teaching discrimination law and international human rights law um, for 20 years and been um, an academic in the area of um, international law, human rights, disability um, for my during my period there and also in the area of um, social policy research. And so my work... Um, now with the Commission is a bit of an extension of my previous career. Mm. In 2002 to 2006, I was a designated expert on the Australian Government delegation during the the convention negotiations. So the Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities Mm -hmm. is a United Nations international instrument of international law. And I was one of the drafters of that um, particular instrument. And in 2018, I was elected to the International Monitoring Body, which is known as the CRPD Treaty Body. And I've been, um, I've held that role with the United Nations since 2019. And my term will expire in 2026. Well, wow. I mean, we've to to be appointed to this role, and you know, particularly with you know your history and your interests in in that in that area. For you, what is, you know what what would you like to be able to come back to us, say, in a year or two years' time, and say, this is what we've been able to achieve, or this is on my list. Can you share with us, Rosemary? Secretly, <laughs> what's on your what's what's on your? I can't say no as a think as people are, but what for you? You know, would you like to be able to you know say I've been able to achieve this in this role? Um, I suppose for me, Maka, the the significant agenda that's before us. We've just had a a royal commission yeah. that's run for four and a bit years and um, has taken a lot of focus and a lot of time a lot of energy from the disability community and I think we as a society owe it to them to be able to resolve those issues and to be able to address the violence, abuse Mm. and neglect um, that they experience and I think it would be disingenuous of us as a community if we didn't didn't work to 
um, make sure that those recommendations are operationalised and we do have mechanisms in place that protect the rights of persons with disabilities. And the same needs to be said for the other big um, agenda that's on the table, and that's the review of the NDIS. Mm. It needs to get back to being an instrument um, and a piece of legislation that enables people with disability to participate equally in society and to not be segregated into secondary systems that leave them vulnerable to violence, abuse and neglect. So I think they're very interrelational um, issues, but some of the big ticket items would be the Royal Commission has called for a Disability Rights Act. Mm -hmm. I believe that you know, we need to protect all Australians' rights much better in this country. We have a, a very piecemeal approach to the protection of human rights mm. and it's very disjointed. And so I think a Human Rights Act, the um, Australian Human Rights Commission has put forward a proposal to the government for a Human Rights Act. And I think the call from the Royal Commission demonstrates that we need better human rights protection and I think the best way of getting that is to have a human rights act so you can deal with intersectionality so much better because we don't all have one you know identity or one life status we we have a multiple layers of identity and life statuses that make us who we are mm. and if we're going to truly deal with intersectionality I think it's a Human Rights Act is the, the way to go. And I would love to see that as one of the outcomes because it's not just about um, protecting the rights of people with disabilities, making sure that we have equality because all people with disabilities want is equality. And so that would give equality of human rights protection for everybody. Rosemary, one of the incredible responsibilities that comes with this role at an institutional level is reframing how Australians think about disability and those social structures that either act as barriers or can be inclusive um, and more welcoming to people with disabilities. What are some steps that need to be taken to move the perception of the general population in Australia? Uh I think it's a genuinely a community conversation and the ability for people to be able to recognise that impairment is just a natural element of the human condition mm. and that impairment in and of itself um, is not something that we need to just, you know, care provide care treatment and protection for people who have impairment. Um, you know, need to be recognised as this one aspect of the human condition mm. and that our society needs to take that on board when they're developing infrastructure, when they're developing technologies, mm. when we're conceiving the, the ways in which our society transacts communicates um, and engages. So 
we need to recognise the breadth of the human condition and not this narrow normative reference that excludes lots and lots of people. And it's not just people with impairment. It's a very similar situation for people of colour and people of um, different races, for women, for, you know, and for the LGBTIQA plus community. Absolutely. It's, um, if you're not meeting that standard normative frame, you, you can be excluded from the mechanisms in, in how our societies run. I think that's, you made, you know, uh, you, you must have been reading my mind <laughs> there, yeah. Rosemary, because I know, you know, within the NDIS, uh, there has been some discussion and, the, and also, you know, in reports, etc., that the NDIS needs to really be focused not just on its services and how it provides them, but who it provides them to. And ensuring that, you know, the provision of services to different different groups meets their needs. And certainly the LGBTQIA plus community, um, I think the NDIS needs to lift its game a little bit in that area. But I'm glad you mentioned that because it's every different community, you know, has different needs and, you know, that needs to be addressed. So I'm really pleased, you know, that you're 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 speaking about that and, and the role ahead of you, of course, you know, is is pretty huge. It sounds to me you're up for it though. <laughs> I'm glad you think so, Vaca. Um <laughs> uh, it's still a bit daunting to me at the moment and all a little bit surreal. I've been in the job one week, um and uh I'm learning every day, um, about the uh, the mandate and the task that's before us. So um, come back to me in six months and we'll see how I'm travelling there. See well, if you're still as confident. No, I, I am. I've, uh, you know, what you've done in the past makes me feel really confident that you are up to it uh, and you are going to make a difference. And I say to you, today is the tomorrow you worried about yesterday. You will do a good job. And you'll get some runs on the board. And, you know, the fact you've been appointed, it's a really important role. You know, sure, there'll be lots of endless, boring meetings, but advocacy and speaking up for those who don't get heard is so important, and I know you will do that. I know you will do that. Thank you very much. They're very generous words, and uh, I hope I can live up to them. I think it's very important for people with disability to have strong advocates yes. and champions in key positions. And uh, I intend to use my role as an opportunity to um, take on board some of those key issues that have come out of that massive reform agenda that's before us at the moment. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can get the right people to listen and to understand that impairment is just a natural part of yeah. the human condition and we need to make sure that everybody can have equality. And, you know, if we think, you know, having a disability commissioner, uh, 
you know, the newly acknowledged Australian of the Year, we have come a long way in this area. The NDIS was hugely important. Um, it does need... I'm trying to think of the right word. It needs to be made better. I'm not going to say... Uh, and and that's, you know, your role is really important in that. I look forward to speaking to you in, in six months' time. You're always welcome on Joy. Congratulations on your appointment. Um, and hopefully you don't have too many boring meetings. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a, a few. And often in those meetings, you look around the table and you think, oh, God, this room is full of sandwich eaters. Macker, <laughs> <laughs> I can assure you. I can assure you, I've had my, um, I've had my share of uh, boring meetings. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. I can get yes, yeah. Because just... sometimes at the end of them, there's that corridor conversation that oh, can yes. shift someone's yes. thinking, yeah. and that's that's a really important, really important process. Someone once said to me in in those meetings, the most important discussion wasn't on the agenda for them is whether or not the curried egg sandwich had lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rosemary. It was a pleasure to have you on Saturday Magazine and, and good all luck. the best. And good luck. Thank you to you both and uh, enjoy the rest of your show. Thank, Thank you. you. What a great appointment, Nevena. And appointment. Uh, can't wait to speak to Rosemary in six months or so. Uh, we will ask her, of course, about how the sandwiches were. Of course. But, you are on uh, Saturday Magazine. Stay with us. <laughs> with Nevada and Max. Saturday Magazine, every Saturday from 10 until noon on Joy 94.9. Joy is gearing up to present their next radio training course and you are invited. You don't need any prior knowledge or formal education in the field. All you need is a can-do attitude, a desire to uplift a diverse listenership and to enrol in Joy's next radio training course. Learn from the best and bring your spirit and passion to the Joy family. To enrol or find out more info, head to joy.org.au forward slash services. A Joy Community Service Message. brings you the latest in queer film, including reviews, movie news, and interviews with leading filmmakers from around the world. Missed an episode? Catch up on over 200 episodes for the Outtakes podcast. Head to joy.org.au forward slash outtakes or search Outtakes on your favourite podcast platform. Tune into Outtakes, the home of queer cinema on Joy 94.9, Saturdays at 4pm. Weekends on Joy. You are on Saturday Magazine with Nevena and Macca. Thank you for spending part of your weekend with us. It's always a delight to have you spiritually in the studio. Yes, but we want you all to listen also to Joy Always. But tomorrow, uh, Pride March uh, and our broadcast starts at what time, Paul? Because you're... 11 till 2, Macca. 11 till 2. And hosted by Rachel Morrison and uh, myself. And... For the first time. And it's being... Filmed for the second time, it's being filmed. Yeah, for the uh, this is my Rachel and I's second time, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's being filmed. So if you want to watch it, you can jump onto the Joy website, joy.org.au, and there'll be a button there where you can press and you can watch all the action live. And uh, the cameraman is sitting <gasps> in the studio with us, it's, it's, it's none other than our. Uh, He's going to read us the news in just a moment and give us weather from somewhere strange. Um, <laughs> Now, if you're not a Joy member, you bloody well should be. And you know why? 
individual, it's 84 bucks. Concession is $42. Under 18 is $22. Family, including pets, if you have a dog, a cat, a budgie, a fish, a wombat or whatever. Okay, wombat, Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark, $124. Passionate member, $250, and that comes with some extra benefits. <laughs> Organisation, so a not-for-profit, is $300. A business is $700. And in each of those, organisational, not-for-profit or business, you get $1,810 of on-air value. And the first organisation or business that joins up next week, I will do a special voiceover for you. Just remind them when you join up that Macca said that. There you go. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.